Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Are we right about the current quarterback situation in the NFL, or are old people just being old people? Stone the Bandwitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going, and so... Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It doesn't matter what your name is! It's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. I need to start with this declaration. I vehemently disagree with Tom Brady when he says that the quality of professional football is less now than it was when he was in his prime. Tom Brady is being old and cranky and get off my lawn. Would you agree with me in that assessment, Stone? Would you agree with me that... uh, Tom Brady's just talking and being old and uh, being an old head when he says on the Stephen A. Smith show, ah, the game's just not, it's uh, the quality of it is decreased over the last decade. It's not what it was. Uh, what do you wh- what do you respond with to my assessment? I mean, what happens to people when they retire? Like, is it something they put in the water, their food? I really don't understand. Nonetheless, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's an old head take. Guy's not even that old yet. I don't know what happens when you hang him up. Now, again, we're not we're not disrespecting those of you who are of uh, an advanced age. Um, you can all have your opinion. Uh, I just think that, and this goes for everybody in every walk of life, and I'll expand in a second, you get to a certain age and you look back at the generation behind you, And it's your natural human instinct to say, ah, I had to work harder. I had to climb bigger mountains. I had to do this or do that because you inherently always want respect. You want people to recognize the trials and tribulations you went through to achieve what you have achieved. Uh, Here's Tom Brady, Stephen A. Smith Show. This was now a week and a half ago. Tom Brady on the Stephen A. Smith Show, soon to be Fox broadcaster Tom Brady on the current state of the NFL. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And hope. Why not? I think the coaching isn't as as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm -hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. I think I look at a lot of players like Ray Lewis and Rodney Harrison and Ronnie Lott and guys that impacted the game in in a certain way, and every hit they would have made would have been a penalty. Mm. You hear coaches complaining about their own player being tackled and not necessarily, why don't they talk to their player about how to protect themselves? We used to work on the fundamentals of those things all the time. Now they're trying to be regulated all the time. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to a defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect themselves. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. If I had a penny for every time against the AFC East in Tom Brady's Patriots career, he got benefited by a defensive holding or defensive pass interference, I would be a rich man. I mean, the gall. The gall of that guy to talk about the state of the league and the rule changes, but even more so the gall of Ronnie Lott. 
and Ray Lewis. Can All I, those guys. Can I touch on Ronnie Lott? They would they would make those tackles and be illegal today. Tom, Tom, why do you think? Why do and, and and yes, I will let you hold on. I'll let you talk about Ronnie Lott. Let me just get this off. Give, t- give Gotta it. Gotta get time. this off. Tom, why do you think all these rule changes have happened on the defensive side of the ball? Why it's so difficult to legally play on that side of the ball now? I want to bring you back to week one, 2008, when the golden child, the face of the league, Tom Brady, didn't properly protect himself while getting hit low in the pocket. He tore his ACL, and guess what happened after that? A torrent of rule changes to protect quarterbacks. And after that, a torrent of rule changes to protect wide receivers. And then after that, a torrent of rule changes to make sure that guys like Tom Brady could continue to advance the ball down the field as soon as you touch someone out of five yards, outside of five yards, there's a flag. There you go, Tom. There's your penalty yardage. Tom, you're the reason that most of this happened. Tom, you say mediocrity. I say the NFL is looking out for you 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I mean, what a... Read the room, Tom. Have some self-awareness, Tom. That stuff, for him to say that drives me insane. I love that you said read the room. I think that's most importantly what retired players struggle with, reading the room, like just getting a whole perspective on the entire landscape. But the Ronnie Lott thing, as soon as he said Ronnie Lott, and I've heard the clip obviously 100 times already. What if Ronnie Lott... And I know one-on-ones, they're not very indicative on a player. I get it, right? It's very... I know what you're about to say. Yes, Ronnie Lott would be eating current receivers and tight ends lunch in the NFL. If Ronnie Lott was given 10 attempts <laughs> at covering Tank Dell one-on-one, I don't, think he, he, I don't think he puts a hand on Tank Dell. He would have... Ronnie Lott would have problems. I don't think he puts a, a, a hand on Tank Dell. I think Tank Dell runs right by Ronnie Lott before that hospital ball that Tom was talking about, <laughs> he even gets an attempt at it. And I just threw Tank Dell out there because, just for the extreme, right? Ronnie Lott, one of the legends, Tank Dell, 21 years old. Like, I don't think Ronnie Lott's touching Tank Dell, and it speaks to, like, the John Morant argument that, that's made. It's like guys were defending differently in the 90s and stuff. Well, I mean, I don't know if John Morant was, was, was touching the top of the backboard yeah. in, in 1996. I know that's annoying and that's eye-roll material, but come on. But so, come on. So for me, and you're right, but this is less a discussion about different eras right. and who would translate to what and more of a discussion about the quality of the sport. Dallas Clark the wasn't... The viewing quality of the sport. Dallas Clark wasn't even wearing gloves. All right, I just wanted... Which is fine. To get the last one off my chest. Which is fine. Harrison Bryant... Uh, Cleveland Browns FAU product. He f- doesn't wear gloves. Just saying. It, 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 I'm just talking about watchability of the sport. I would agree with Tom Brady that the watchability of the sport, the watchability of the sport, is not what it was 15 years ago because everything's a flag now. Right. But everything's a flag largely because Tom Brady got hurt week one, 2008. Okay. And those same players that back in the day they were so tough. They're the ones who filed a joint lawsuit against the NFL for neurological problems and health issues that also led the NFL to making all these rule changes as well. You can't have it both ways. But as far as mediocre is concerned, the league's mediocre. The league's mediocre. The league's not mediocre. I think the league is just fine from a talent standpoint working with what they have from a rule standpoint. Mike Tirico took it a step further 
and applied this to the quarterback position with Jimmy Traina, uh, Sports Illustrated podcast. Uh, here's here's Mike Tirico, the voice of Sunday Night Football on NBC, talking about the current state of the quarterback position and why Tom Brady he might be onto something. We're seeing the quality of play not as good as it has been, in part because of that upper middle class of quarterbacks not being there. Like you had Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan, Eli Manning. You had those guys who weren't. Brady or Manning, right, or Rodgers at the top of the top of the top. That's a great point. You know, those guys, point. they gave you a game every week. You knew Philip yeah. Rivers was going to, like, fight in there and all that, and you'd have a game every week. And now we don't have that group of a five or six guys. That means five or six games aren't as good. You know, so much of it's blamed on the injuries, but it's not just the injuries. There are teams who are playing mediocre quarterbacks that don't have injury issues. It's... I don't know. I don't Gainley, know why. Guys who started one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy-five games, uh, no, two hundred in the case of Manning and Rivers and Ryan. You know, they, they started and they started a bunch of playoff games. They got teams yeah. to playoffs, and the years that they didn't, they were this far out. So, Mike Tirico is saying that underneath the elite, the elite level uh, quarterbacks. There's just not the breadth of quarterback play, as he put it, in the upper middle class. And that is why we're in the situation we're in with the Tom Brady, quote-unquote, mediocre play. I don't, I don't know if I buy that. So, so let's talk about, let's just apply to Palm Beach County for a second. Uh, the elite, the elite, that's Bears Club, right? Uh, the, <laughs> the, the elite quarterbacks there in Bears Club, okay. right? Okay. Then the upper middle class, when I think upper middle class, Palm Beach County, upper middle class, Delray. Bingo. Perfect. The perfect B. So the, the, the place in time that Mike Tirico is talking about where Bears Club featured Tom Brady. Let me write this down. Brady, Manning. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we can put Rodgers in there. Super Bowl version of Aaron Rodgers. Right. Outside of that, that's your Bears club, because I don't know who else gets into that club consistently, right? So if it's Brady, Manning, and Rodgers, that era, okay, maybe you want to add Breeze? You want to add Drew Breeze, or is Drew- he in Del Rey? Is he in upper middle class? No, he, he, he gets into the Bears club. Okay, so Breeze is in Bears club, okay? So in that era, let's call this the early 2010s, okay, or the mid-2010s, early 2010s. Breeze, Brady, Manning, Rodgers. Okay, that's your Bears club. Those four quarterbacks, all right? No Big Ben? No. Okay. I think okay. he's upper middle class. He's on the Av. So, and Mike Tirico already said Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers were in the upper middle class. Okay. Okay? So you've got Ryan, you've got uh, Rivers, you've got Roethlisberger. Like, who else would be in that upper middle class from that <laughs> era? If we already put Breeze in Bears club... What are we doing here? Because for me, I think it's easy to go back and nostalgia makes us think things that weren't actually real or makes us want to diminish the present like Tom Brady is doing or Mike Tirico is doing. But I would argue in 2023, there aren't as many quarterbacks in the Bears club, the elite level, but there are more quality quarterbacks in this upper middle class Del Rey that Mike Tirico speaks of. Question, when the Cardinals and Steelers played in the Super Bowl, who was behind center for Arizona? Kurt Warner. Okay, is that He's early? upper middle class. Okay, boom. 
He's upper middle class. And before him, Carson Palmer yep. was upper middle class. No doubt. What about what all right, so all right, so we'll put we'll put Kurt Warner in there. Um late stage Kurt Warner was yeah. upper middle class. Yeah. Uh what about Andy Dalton? I mean, he went to multiple playoff appearances with the Bengals. So based off of the twenty twenty three iteration of that second tier, that Del Rey, mm-hmm. I, I think these guys are better than Andy, so I don't think Andy really matches. So Andy Reid would then be into lower middle class, yes. and for the sake of disparaging people, I'm not going to uh, apply anyone in Palm Beach County to lower middle class. <laughs> Maybe we'll keep Andy Reid out of this, but we'll bring Andy Dalton into it. Talking to you certain places in West Boca. What's that? We'll, maybe we'll keep Andy Reid out of this, and we'll just stick with Andy Dalton. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Did you, I say Andy Reid? You did. God. Man. Why do I keep doing this? He might be a good uh, quarterback. I mean, we don't really know. Do I have a brain tumor? <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story about last night, because I did something last night, too. Oh, he started to creep I got up on you? I got uh, by during the FAU broadcast by uh, Doug Mosley, the executive director of the RoofClaim.com, Boca Tumble, who was listening. <laughs> That's aggravating. It's starting to seep into all of my different... Uh, it, it, it almost feels like I'm doing too much. I got too much in my head right now. Yeah, but that's what makes you you. Oh, I know. It's it's hilarious. Good times. All right. So fine. The Mike Tirico grand the Mike Tirico Tom Brady grand period of football uh between nine and thirteen years ago. Okay. Elite level quarterbacks. You say Breeze is in. Yeah, I do. Drew Breeze. Yeah, I guess if he's going back and forth for all-time passing yards, yeah. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Those are your four Bears Club elite level, okay? Staples. Your upper middle class, according to Mike Tirico. Del Rey. You've got Big Ben. You've got uh, Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, Kurt Warner. Am I missing anybody? I mean, we probably are, but that's a, that's a good uh, upper, right. upper middle class. Well, let's talk about current current day Current day Bears club, and then Delray upper middle class. So we're talking like right off the Ave in Delray. Okay, right off the Ave. Proximity right off to the Ave. That's right. So is that what the exit is? I don't even know. It is. Oh, cool. Uh, all right. So elite, elite quarterbacks. Mahomes is absolutely in. And then I got to be honest, after that, there's some juggling. There's some toss-up. I would argue that currently in 2023, the only Bears club level quarterback is Pat Mahomes. And then there is a whole cluster of outstanding upper middle class. While they're not Bears Club, they're in Delray. And they are the reason why this is not mediocre compared to 9 to 13 years ago. It's more consistent, I would say. There's more parity, I would say. That inherently is more watchable, in my opinion, which invalidates Tom Brady's mediocre claim um, uh, when it comes to the NFL, watching the NFL, and the overall talent level. I think when the talent level is even, that raises the profile because these guys are, from a talent standpoint, their ceiling is higher than what we saw 9 to 13 years ago. So you're willing, in, in saying that Patrick Mahomes is the, the sole participant in the Bears club, He's by himself, eating in the 19th hole. I doubt there's a 19th hole Bears club. I've never <laughs> been there. Kicking up his feet uh, after a, a long day on the course, hanging out with MJ. Uh, he's, he's one of one, Pat Mahomes, right now, with some guys knocking on the door. So if there's a good-looking white boy who comes knocking on the door mm-hmm. and you open it, hey, man, what's your name? Hi, my name's Joe Burrow. You're not letting him in? You're not letting in Joey B? Because I think when Joey B's playing his kind of football, he The is, problem is this year he didn't play any of that type of football. And that's to be understood, right? 
injury ridden. Uh, I think right, they had super high expectations. He's on I, probation. But fine, I'll put him in. He's in the club. Okay. But those are my only two then. Okay, that's fine. And then after that, you've got Allen, right? Yes. In, in your Delray, living on the aft. No doubt. Uh, in a condo. You've got Allen. You've got Tua. Yep. You've got... Can we put C.J. Stroud? Uh, n- not yet. Not yet? Not yet. He's looking around. Because because we're going to put Lamar Jackson in this category. But he, right now, he's still living right off of Palm Beach Lakes where I lived when I first moved down he, here. He's still gotcha. commuting. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and so if we're putting Lamar there, we can't necessarily put C.J. Stroud there. And if we're putting Jalen Hurts in this, I, I, I'd imagine on Delray as well. Hurts is in Delray. Then C.J.'s not. Okay. Not yet? Not yet. Herbert? Yeah. Yeah, put him in there. Uh, what about Gino? Gino, I think Gino's upper middle class, man. I think Gino is in Delray. I think Gino's in Delray. Dax in Delray. Dax in Delray? You're damn right Dax in Delray. I think that uh, your boy Brock Purdy, he, uh, he, he, just, he just signed a year-long lease. Right off the app. Let's do it. Yeah, Purdy's in. What? This is what I'm saying. Look at this now. Allen, Tua, Hurts, Herbert, Dak, Purdy. Like, look at these guys. Trevor Lawrence. Tre- Absolutely. Trevor Lawrence is in there. You're not willing to put Kirk Cousins in there, are you? No. No. You can't wear plaid on in Delray. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just, he doesn't fit. Doesn't work. Yeah, the association would say sorry, dude. Right. Because he tried to put all these lawn ornaments exactly. in his front yard, and then he get kicked out. He's not. He doesn't belong. Um. <laughs> What about what about uh, Stafford? Stafford, like, I think he's still he's still Del Rey. So I think you have to compare Stafford to a guy like Philip Rivers. Like, are we getting the same production? If so, then yeah, put yes. him in. Yeah, Stafford's in. Okay, Stafford's in. Uh, looking. What about what about in Detroit? I mean, I think Jared Goff belongs in that that lower middle class with C.J. Stroud right now. Okay, but he's on the come up. Yeah, and I, mm. I know that that. The team's really good. I mean, they're eight and three, the Detroit Lions. But I, I just all right. So, so you and I have determined that Mahomes and Burrow are in the elite level. Yes, the Bears Club. Okay, but there is a more upper middle class. And again, Mike Tirico's words, not mine. We're just applying them. Mike Tirico's words, not mine. There is a a more thorough upper middle class. And by the way. When politicians speak, when they campaign, we're about to have another presidential election. We're about to have another gubernatorial election here in the state of Florida. What is the class that politicians always talk about is the lifeblood, the heartbeat of the United States of America? What is the class, the, the, the social class that every politician loves to throw out there? The middle class. Correct. When the NFL has a stronger middle class of quarterbacks, the product is better. And right now, no matter what Tom Brady says, no matter what Mike Tirico says, the middle class is stronger at the quarterback position than it was a decade ago in the league when Tom Brady says things were better. So Tom Brady's wrong. Mike Tirico's wrong. And Stone and I have gotten to the bottom of it. But let me ask you, who... Is oh my god, the, we forgot somebody. Who? Where does Russell Wilson live? Mm. Oh no. I don't know. Oh no. I don't know if he lives in Delray. I don't know if he lives in Delray either. Mm-hmm. They have the longest winning streak in the NFL right now. Though. I know, but still, like how much of that is him? And Justin Simmons, I'd say he's in Delray. <laughs> no doubt, but again, let's do the comparison. Shout out and, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Shout out, yeah, Martin County, Justin Simmons. But when you talk about guys like Matt Ryan, like if Matt Ryan was in that 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 tier two that Mike Tarico's talking about, Matt Ryan's in there. I think Russell Wilson deserves to be in ours. All right, good, fine, even better. 
Even even better middle class, stronger middle class, yeah, stronger life of America. But who is in the elite class of quarterbacks in the NFL? I say it's only two. I say it's only two. I'm actually a little surprised right now that it, there's not a further discussion for Tua because I'm going to let you give the MVP uh, Vegas uh, odds in a second. And these things are all jacked, okay? These things are all jacked. Who is in the elite category of NFL quarterbacks right now? Who is in the elite level of NFL quarterbacks right now? I say Mahomes and Burrow. That's it. Who is in the elite level of NFL quarterbacks? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Are Stone and I wrong? Or is it Mahomes and Burrow solely living at Bears Club right now? And do you agree with Tom Brady that the current NFL product is mediocre? 888-760-3776. Now, what I want you to do, Stone, if you could, could you give me... Uh, let's go Let's go top 10 NFL MVP odds here. Okay, stand by, because I did pull up the... the Five, top five, but I will get top ten here instantaneously. Yeah, that's fine. Just, uh, I mean, you, you can go through the five. It's fine. We don't need to go all the way through ten. This is according to whom? This is according to BetMGM. Okay. The ones with the latest odds posted. Okay. So we'll go one through, we'll go one through four. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts leads with the Hurts, shortest odds. So Hurts has the shortest odds to win MVP. This is as of this morning, yes, 9.30 a.m. After a 200-yard passing performance. Against the Bills. Oh, but he had five touchdowns. Oh, but most of his rushing touchdowns are the tush push, the ass smash. That's correct. All right, Jalen Hurts is, is the shortest odds. Shortly behind him at plus 375 is Dak Prescott, which as of two weeks ago was plus 4,000. He's jumped all the way to plus 375. Okay. Which is awesome. Three is Patrick Mahomes at plus 450. Four is Lamar Jackson at plus 650. Mm-hmm. Tua Tungavailoa shares those same odds at plus 650. Mm-hmm. And then it goes down from there. Christian McCaffrey has some high odds, uh, borderline 10 to 1, and then the rest goes on and on. So those are the really contending guys. What, what is the case, other than the Eagles being the best team in the NFL right now record-wise? Because I would argue they're not the best team in the NFL from an overall talent standpoint. I don't think what the Eagles are doing right now is sustainable come the postseason. I don't think what they're doing is sustainable to get the one seed in the NFC by the end of the regular season. They are hanging by a thread. They're not getting dynamic offensive play. What they're getting is strong defensive play, and then they're good in short yardage situations because of the ass smash, which is likely going to be uh, made illegal next year. But Jalen Hurts, to me, is he good? Absolutely. And do you trust him late in games? Sure. But is he the best player? Is he the best player in the league, and is he responsible for the Eagles' success? I would say no. I am mystified that he is the MVP favorite over Dak Prescott. And Dak, I, I don't know. And a lot of this goes back to me wondering why two is all the way down at five right now when he is delivering the ball to a guy who is likely going to get 2,000 receiving yards. Somebody's got to deliver that football. Somebody's leading the league in passing, and it's, well, Tua. But Dak, Dak has a better case than Jalen Hurts. 
in my opinion. There's no doubt he does. And I, I think what's holding everybody up is Jalen Hurts' rushing touchdowns. I think that's where he's getting the nod. And now you can go ahead but, and argue that they're one yard. Yeah, they and they're they're one yard. I agree and with you. and he's getting them because he has big, bulky men pushing him in the ass across the goal line. Right. And, and that's and, that should not be something that we're judging the Jalen Hurts MVP campaign on. And I I agree with you. Trust me on that. So if we were to just compare some of the stats that aren't hard to find between Dak and Jalen. They, they just make it more confusing for everybody. Passing yard is Dak, 3,200. Jalen Hurts, 2,600. Touchdown interception ratio, Dak Prescott, 26 to 6. Jalen Hurts, 18 to 10. 18 to 10 touchdown yeah. interception ratio, which that's the head scratcher for everybody. I feel like Jalen Hurts right now, he's the MVP favorite because we're a prisoner of the moment. Like, everybody's high off of that win over the Bills. And that's exactly what it was earlier in the season when you had your complaints about Patrick Mahomes leading the race. You're like, why? 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 But it was that recency bias and it's money coming in knowing what guys were going to do at the end of the season. We get drunk off of, oh, the Eagles are so gritty and look at Jalen Hurts in the elements. And it's easy to romanticize that. It's easy to romanticize Patrick Mahomes because he's in the Bears club, one of two names, according to us, in the Bears club of, of NFL quarterbacks. For me, like, I think that Dak has a better case than Jalen Hurts. I think that Mahomes has a better case than Jalen Hurts. I think that Tua has a better case than Jalen Hurts. And I'll throw Lamar in there. I don't think that Jalen Hurts is even in the top four deserving MVP candidates in the NFL. I don't. He is he's, he's really, really good. And he does a lot of things. But is he as dynamic as any of those other guys that I just mentioned? No. No, the answer's not. The answer is no. And I think we get dangerously close in all of the leagues with the integrity of the award in itself, like we've been under fire in the NBA, the NFL gets questioned time after time, Major League Baseball time after time again, like this isn't going to help. I think the decision makers need to understand that if it is given to Jalen Hurts, like there will be riots. Like this is one of those years where you really can't miss the ball. I don't know if there's anybody out there besides people in Philadelphia who, who think Jalen Hurts is worthy of winning the MVP right now. But what He's is, just got such a great PR campaign right now. Oh, man. I mean, he, he's crystal clear. And I, total touchdowns on the season, that's, that's 29 compared to Dak's 28, I mean, which isn't even that far off. He's 12th in the league in passing right. right now. Like, When is the last time that a quarterback won MVP and they were 12th in the league? They were outside of the top 10 in passing. I, I, I'd have to look back. I'm sure it's rare. It's super rare. You know... Another thing, too, we, we, we all had to circle next Sunday, 820 kickoff, that game. Right? So you have Jalen Hurts at plus 180, Dak Prescott at plus 375. Mm-hmm. They play each other. They play each other. The game's in Philadelphia. If Dak wins that game, I think you can go ahead and lock that up. One of the hottest quarterbacks in the league since week eight. He's thrown 20 touchdown passes. Well, the game's in Dallas. Is it in Dallas? Yes. They, were, they already play. Remember, the Eagles beat the Cowboys 28-23. Oh, that's, right. that's right. You get that done at home in your place. I th- you think you can lock him in. Since week eight, touchdown passes across the league. Dak Prescott, 20 of them. The closest one to him is C.J. Stroud at eight. Eight. Like, Dak Prescott is playing some of the best football in the league right now. And, and Jalen Hurts is still 
the odds on favorite. It's questionable, but I think it has a lot to do with team success. Uh, in your opinion, in your opinion, list all of the NFL quarterbacks in the elite category, the Bears club. In your opinion, list all of the NFL quarterbacks in the elite category. And who is the MVP favorite right now? I think it's Dak. I think it's Dak. I would say Jalen Hurts, who's the Vegas favorite. He should be fifth in line behind Tua, behind Lamar, behind Dak, behind Mahomes. I think Dak Prescott right now is the leader in the MVP candidacy. To you, who are the elite NFL quarterbacks, the elite NFL quarterbacks, and who is the MVP favorite? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media is open at KLV1063. Join Tullamore Dew, ESPN West Palm. Tomorrow, Hijing Sports Grill and Boca from 3.30 to 5.30 for all your college football action. Come watch your favorite game while sipping on some Tullamore Dew drink specials like a do and a brew. While you're there, you can also register to win some awesome prizes, including tickets to your favorite local teams and a branded Tullamore Dew cooler. Tullamore Dew, the original triple blend Irish whiskey, must be 21 or over. That's Tullamore, Tullamore, Tullamore Tullamore Dew. Hey! In your opinion, list all of the NFL quarterbacks in the elite category, and who is the NFL MVP favorite? I say it's Dak, not Jalen Hurts, and Stone and I agree. Mahomes, Burrow, they're the ones right now in the elite category, but it is a wide variety of upper-middle class We disagree with Mike Tirico and Tom Brady. I think the league's better than it was 10 years ago. Forget that mediocre garbage, Brady. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. It's a Friday. Buck up, kiddos. That's Stone LeBanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. It's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN1063. I think that Tom Brady was just trying to, because he's going to the broadcasting realm, he was just trying to make some waves. Does he truly think that the NFL is now more mediocre than when he was in his prime? I actually think the opposite. It sounded like a take he was sitting on for a while. Uh, you think it's it's sincere. It's coming from the heart. I do. I genuinely do. Like the body language and the tone in his voice when you're watching him, like it, was, it felt like it was a take he was proud of that he's been sitting on, like I said, for a while. Like if we're going off the Mike Tirico approach and he was just rebounding off of Tom Brady's assessment, Mike Tirico saying, oh, well, the upper middle class is not extensive uh, in quarterback position, not as extensive now as it was back when it was Brady, Manning, Rogers, Breeze in that elite category. And then you had the likes of Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger and Kurt Warner. <laughs> like... For me, I'll take an upper middle class because, again, as the politicians say, middle class. That's where the strength of America is. I'll take a Russell Wilson. I'll take a Josh Allen. I'll take a two. I'll take a Jalen Hurts. I'll take a Justin Herbert. I'll take a Dak Prescott, a Matt Stafford. That upper middle class over the previous, the older upper middle class. I think that that by definition means this NFL is is not is not mediocre or more mediocre than the previous version that Tom Brady speaks of. And I wonder if it's just a human nature, salty, back in my day type of thing. Because the more I think about it, the more it sounds like that. Back in my day. Oh, trust me. Did you, by chance, 
watch. I, I was watching. Uh, I think a lot of us took the over 48 and a half points in the Jacksonville Jaguars Houston Texans game. Trevor Lawrence versus C.J. Stroud uh-huh. last weekend. Uh-huh. See C.J. Stroud throw the ball 68 yards in the air. I know. He got called back for a hold. I know. But 68 yards in the air. I don't know if Drew Brees could ever at any point in his career. Even pre-shoulder injury he, launch at 65 he, yards. Even pre-shoulder injury. Even prime shoulder Purdue Drew Brees. <laughs> right. Joe Tiller dialing up a post like, route. Peyton Manning, we commended him for throwing ducks really accurately. Like that was his thing, right? He wasn't able to throw BBs. Yeah. But CJ Stroud's just launching at 70 in the air like it's nothing. Uh, in your opinion, list all in your mind, in your mind, in your opinion, list all the NFL quarterbacks in the elite category. Stone and I talk through it. We put Mahomes and Burrow in our elite category, our Bears club. And then we have an extensive upper middle class, which is, well, Del Rey uh, for geographic purposes that you can relate to. In your opinion, list all of the NFL quarterbacks in the elite category. And who is your NFL MVP favorite? Because I disagree with Vegas. It ain't Jalen Hurts. Great season, not the best player in the league. We're prisoners of the moment with Jalen Hurts running in the end zone in the driving rain in Philadelphia. Five touchdowns, five touchdowns, five touchdown runs. Look at his touchdown runs during the season. 70% of them are the ass smash, okay? Dak Prescott's my MVP favorite, and I think two is getting a raw deal at number five right now. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. I know what's going to happen, too, is I'm going to get, oh, you're just a Philadelphia hater. You're just a Philly hater. You just hate Philadelphia. I know how those people work. I know exactly what's going to happen. I've, I've tried to give a reasoned explanation. That, that's the thing. I don't think... Anybody outside of Philadelphia or anybody living here who didn't live in Philadelphia at one point like agrees that Jalen Hurts is the favorite. I think yeah. we're safe. We're in a safe space. Let me extend an olive branch. Guys, Jalen Hurts is the most beautiful man on the planet. Good? There's that. I mean, good God. Uh, I'm, I'm by all accounts heterosexual, but good Lord. Okay. Shamar Moore type. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is hot. Okay. My God. Okay. I mean, that jawline. All right. Uh, Cade in West Palm on ESPN 106.3. What's up, Cade? Hey, Cade. How's it going, guys? I'm doing well. Good. To talk about the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, Ken, go with your gut. Mahomes is the only okay. member of the elite club because... What are you doing with your pen over there? I'm just circling it because, I I mean, this was my initial thought, and Cade is telling me, don't, don't waver because Stone's applying pressure. Go ahead, Cade. If you're going to put Joe Burrow at his best in that conversation as well, you also have to put Lamar Jackson in there, who has already won an MVP. So you're either putting three or one, and I'm going originally with just Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so Mahomes is right now by his lonesome in the Bears club, and you're saying, hey, Joe, got to head south. You're headed to Delray. You're in the Ave right now. Maybe you can stay with Tua for a little bit, but uh, you've, had your, uh, you've had your membership rescinded. All right, appreciate it, Cade. That was my gut. You remember... And that's what Cade's telling me. My initial reaction was just Mahomes. That's it. Oh, you know who we didn't? This is shame on you, by the way. You know whose name we didn't mention? Aaron Rodgers. I, I, trust me, I know. I know. Why didn't you say so? I know. I didn't want to go through it with you. Because I already have another. Aaron Rodgers is on the Ave. <laughs> See, that's why I didn't record. do it. And that's why exactly, you just beat me to it. That's why I didn't do it. Because I didn't want you to put Aaron Rodgers on the Ave. 
because we have Aaron Rodgers in the early 2010s in the elite category, and he has not fallen back to Del Rey. He's what, not moved. So last year? Nobody's forced him out of his last community. Year, last year, uh, he didn't get a notice from the uh, the pro up there at Bears Club or even Jack himself, like, hey, man, you might have to uh, vacate for a little bit. You're not hitting our standards. Last year, that was not concerning to you in any way, shape, or form? Jack wouldn't dare show up on Aaron Rodgers' doorstep and tell him that he has to get out. By the way, I like to that. think that's how things work at Bears Club. <laughs> like if you violate some sort of uh, community rule, Jack Nicholas literally walks up to your door, knocks on it, and hands you an eviction notice. I like to think that that's how that goes down. One hundred percent. Yeah, there's two things that have been sitting with me that I, I really haven't had a launching point to attack you. I, I want to jump uh, across my board and my desk onto <laughs> you right now because. Oh, and also, I hate the Lamar Jackson conversation being elite. I mean, the kid's got one playoff win. I mean, we, we don't have to have that conversation. Okay, and, and an MVP. When he's peaking, I understand. But, I mean, Joe Burrow is contending for a Super Bowl. And a lot two plays go Joe's way, and he's a Super Bowl in his, what, second season behind center after the injury? I mean, come on. Uh, by the way, in your opinion, list all of the NFL's NFL quarterbacks in the elite category. In your opinion, list all of the NFL quarterbacks in the elite category. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So, <clears throat> but... I think Josh Allen deserves to be in the Bears club. You think Josh Allen's elite? I think Josh Allen's elite. So I wait, think Josh gonna, Allen deserves to be in the Bear club. So he, how many playoff wins does he have? Oh, God. Is it two? That's a good question. Because if you're, you just sat there and made the case for Lamar Jackson, and four, four playoff wins? Yeah, four playoff wins. All right, all right, all right. All right. Then the, the, but but this watching him this year and watching him at the end of last year and I know that you love when Tony Romo sits in that CBS broadcast booth mm. and Josh Allen makes a simple uh, fourteen yard throw over the middle and Tony Romo yells at the top of his lungs he's an alien <laughs> I know you get caught up in that and you love that but it, is Josh Allen elite eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six let's just focus on Josh Allen for a second because I would argue. That as it stands right now, on December the 1st, 2023, that Tua has as much of a case as Josh Allen to be bringing the U-Haul into Bears Club and dropping it off at his new Lakeside Golf Course home. Okay? Is Josh Allen elite level? Is Josh Allen in the Bears Club of NFL quarterbacks? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. Josh Allen, elite or Josh Allen, upper middle class, living by the International Tennis Center off the Avondale Ray. Now, Stone would love that. Oh, my God. Listen, Josh Allen, so we talked about Dak's comparison to Jalen Hurts. Dak was the one with 3,200 Passing yards this season so far. Josh Allen, 3,200 as well. Uh, Dak Prescott, 26 touchdowns. Josh Allen, 24 touchdowns. Dak with only six picks. Josh Allen with 13 of them. Mm-hmm. But here's where Josh comes in with nine rushing touchdowns. I mean, some of the stats are comparable. Six and six. Uh, six and six is the Trump card. There's no arguing with six and six. No, although- we're talking Bears Club, not Trump National up in, uh, <laughs> up in Jupiter. <laughs> that's the trump card though six and six i mean you're not worthy of of any respect although if you compare him to two right the head to head um goes the way of josh allen as it stands but uh, josh three six and six 
How about that head-to-head? Uh, where are we going? We got Joe in Jupiter. Joe in Jupiter. Hello, Joe. Hello, guys. How are we? Good. Uh, what's that elite club called again? I got confused. The Bears Club or, Bears, or what is it? Bears uh, Club. Bears Club. Stewart International. Bears Club. Okay. I agree with Patrick Mahomes. You all know them a lot of great quarterbacks. You know where I'm about to go, though. And I've been hearing it all morning on your fantastic station, whether it was Greenier, uh, your partner, Evan Cohen, and their show on Sportsman Life. We're not putting Dak in there. I'm just telling you. <laughs> he, he leads the league in touchdowns right now. Have you seen some of his reads? And, um, Chris Canty was dissecting it greatly this morning. The former and I'm sure y'all probably get to that. Well, he was, and then he went to the Giants. But, yes, he was, actually. Good uh, job. Joe, what, uh, but, I'll say, um, Joe what, I'll, what I'll say is that I am not willing to give Dak his membership to the Bears Club. What I am willing to do, though, for you, because I care for you deeply, is I will I will make him you. my MVP favorite. How about that? Okay, and they they did talk about that, too. And if, he be, if, if, if we beat the Eagles next Sunday, they were saying, and I believe it, and you probably will, too, he goes to the top of the list as far as MVP MVP candidate. There's no now doubt. we got a lot to do. I think I think what's holding him back is what happens when it means the most, and that's probably part of it. But he's having the best season of his career. He says he's more he's more comfortable. He's using his legs more. Some of his throws when he he he, he goes off the first read, goes off the second read, and then goes to the third read all the way across the field. He didn't used to be very good at that, but now it's on point compared to a lot of analysts that I've heard and I've watched literally every single throw. So that's just my case on him. I'm not saying he's above Mahomes yet. And he hasn't won nothing except a divisional round, playoff game. So yeah. I get it. But like I say, he is on point more than he's ever been. And I do appreciate your call and have a great weekend, well, y'all. you called us, Joe, but appreciate the call uh, from you. Uh, <laughs> real quick. You going to do his playoff record? Yeah, go ahead. Because he's 2-4 and four yeah. in the playoffs. He's got two wins. Yeah, he's not in Bears Club. I mean, well, I'm... You're not even answering the door. Who's that? <laughs> it's Dak. <laughs> now, tell, tell him we'll call him back. Here's my question. Three of the top four receivers in the NFL are Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown. Okay? We hold Tyreek Hill against Tua in the MVP conversation. But how come we don't hold CeeDee Lamb against Dak Prescott? How come we don't hold A.J. Brown against Jalen Hurts. Why is there a double standard here? I don't quite understand. Not to mention, CeeDee Lamb has more targets and receptions Thank you. than Tyreek Hill does. Thank you. So if we're going to hold Tyreek Hill against Tua, at all, Tua ain't anything because he's got Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's the one that makes that thing go. Uh, Tua can't be the MVP favorite because Tyreek Hill is there. How come we're not having the same conversation about CeeDee Lamb and, uh, and Dak Prescott? I don't even I'm have, just inquiring. I don't even have an answer for I'm you. Just inquiring, Stone. It's really good stuff, and you beat me to the targets. Let's just go off of last night's game. Yep. It wasn't ten. It wasn't eleven. It wasn't twelve. It was not thirteen. Nope. Was it fourteen? I uh, know. Was it fifteen? Uh, it wasn't sixteen. Uh, no. It was seventeen targets. In a game last night against the Seattle Seahawks. If Tyreek Hill gets 17 targets and goes for one, whatever, 116, what CD last night, mm-hmm. you're so right. Yeah. I mean, all I'm saying, and I'm not, I'm not just currently proclaiming that Tua should be the MVP favorite. 
And I understand that I did proclaim that right now Dak Prescott is an MVP favorite over Jalen Hurts. But all I'm saying is that the NFL talking heads, they love to diminish Tua because Tyreek Hill is there. Well, if you have Tyreek Hill, of course you're going to have those numbers. But, I mean, Tua is the one who's delivering this ball and route to 88 catches and over 1,300 yards. But right behind him is CeeDee Lamb with two more receptions on the season. And I don't hear, oh, well, CeeDee Lamb is there, so that's why Dak Prescott puts up the numbers he does. I don't hear, well, A.J. Brown is there, so that's why Jalen Hurts puts up the numbers he does. And those are three of the top four receivers in the NFL. And hell, with Justin Herbert, you hear he has no weapons around him. He has no weapons around him. You try and win with that. All it is is excuse-making for Justin Herbert all the time. You win with that. You win with that. Oh, there's Keenan Allen. There, there's Keenan Allen, number three. Number three in the NFL in receiving. I, all I'm saying is that it's real convenient to always diminish to it because of Tyreek Hill, but we're not keeping it, as the kids say, 100 when we're talking about CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott, when we're talking about Keenan Annell and, J- and Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. First of all, shout out to you for that. Hunted. Keeping it 100. That's a nice job. Also, Morgan on it. I think A.J. Brown should have higher MVP odds than Jalen Hurts. Now that you said it. I think A.J. Brown is more... You know what? I'm not going to go that far. I think Jalen... Uh, all I'm saying is that A.J. AJ Brown doesn't get his yardage by having two large men push him in his butt cheeks. Yeah, if Jalen Hurts, instead of 11 rushing touchdowns, had like four or five, I mean, he's not even in the discussion at all. Yeah. Obviously, the record is pretty damn good, but A.J. Brown means a lot to that team as well, and he's not getting the pub Tyreek Hill gets at all. I'm proud of us. C.D. Lamb's name is not even in the mix anywhere. Ever. ever. It's, oh, Tyreek, Tyreek, Tyreek. He's a great player. Someone's got to give him that ball in stride, in space, uh, and put it on the money. Tyreek says that's the most accurate quarterback I've ever played with. Well, we need to start acting like it. Damn it. Give Tua his respect and keep the same energy that you do for Tua when it relates to Tyreek Hill. Keep that same energy for Dak Prescott. Keep that same energy for Jalen Hurts. I'm just keeping it a hunted. Uh, can I real quick, before we take a break, uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Is that possible, Stone? I think it's more than possible. All right. From Alan Poopart, covers the Miami Dolphins. Sports Illustrated, Devon Achan, who I believe Mike Tannenbaum called Arcane yesterday. When Dude, he, he did. Devon Achan is going to play against the Commanders back from his knee injury, but Javon Holland, Teron Armstead are questionable. So there is your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. You got a kick out of that stuff. You experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. To learn more today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho uh i made a uh, big mistake on the fau broadcast last night fau basketball taking that liberty ass um but uh i'll i'll talk about my uh what's been a week full of slips 
on my part. I uh, did it again last night. I'll tell you about it when we come back. Uh, that's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka, Levicka, Theo, and Stone on a Friday on ESPN 106.3. This dude, Tiger Woods, is only five back of the lead at the Hero World Challenge right now. This dude hasn't played in a year. And he's five. What is it? What, he's four under today he's, through nine? He's four under today. And he's he's played nine holes. <laughs> Let's go, man. And his walk go. is crisp. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like for me, I was watching his first round yesterday. I don't care how he's hitting it. I don't care how he's putting it. I was just looking at him walk. Yeah, yeah. I think we all are. And that walking. Yeah, he's, he's got that walking thing. Looks like that's down now. But, uh, yeah, Tiger Woods very much in contention at the Hero World Challenge right now, second round. I uh, Don't forget, tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, the only golf radio show in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. Uh-huh. Uh, Classic in the Palm Beach is live with yours truly and uh, that guy, Stone Lebanowitz. Uh, join Yingling and ESPN West Palm tomorrow. O'Shea's Irish Pub, West Palm Beach. I've spent some money there in my day for your college football action. Enjoy $3 drafts of Yingling flight when you come hang out from 3 to 5. While you're there, register to win some awesome prizes like game day tickets to one of our local teams or a branded Yingling cooler. And yes, it comes with beer. You're welcome. Must be 21 or over. Presented by Yingling, America's oldest brewery. Please drink responsibly. Earlier in this week, um, and by the way, Theo, you might be wondering, where's Theo? Where's Theo? Uh, bachelor party, Cancun. His bachelor party. Uh, we didn't get the invite, Stone. Tough tough break for us. Um, it's a crock. Early, earlier this week, we were talking about Caleb Williams, USC quarterback, and I, uh, I referenced him as Bryce Williams. You did and do that. As soon as I said that, uh, Stone and Theo both looked at me like, who the bleep is Bryce Williams? Well, my FAU mind had kicked in. It is basketball season. Bryce Williams, last two years, leading score, Charlotte 49ers basketball. That's where I mixed up Caleb Williams and Bryce Williams. Bryce Williams now plays at Nebraska. Uh, so that that was that mistake. Okay. But not great. I'm a midday radio host. I gotta be crisp. I gotta be I gotta be better than that. Uh, what did I just do moments ago? Andy Reid. Oh, I, I I meant to say Andy Dalton and I said Andy Reid. Uh, they don't look like one another. They, they sound do. like one another. Uh, they definitely don't. Nope. So there's another one. Like that's me just making mistakes. Sloppy, a little bit sloppy. Last night, FAU basketball beat previously unbeaten Liberty. The reason they're previously unbeaten is because FAU took that ass, the number thirteen team in the country. Um, but during the game, I made the comment that Liberty was in Tennessee. Said Conference USA's Liberty. Coming down from Tennessee to take on FAU tonight in Boca Raton. That's brutal. And I uh, I got a text. I got a text from our buddy and our barbecue insider here. Well, yeah, one of our barbecue insiders <laughs> yeah, here. One of our many. On the Theo and Stone. We got a couple now. Um, but Doug Mosley, the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, he texted me, <clears throat> uh, Liberty is in Virginia. And I'm like, oh, great call. So I actually corrected myself on air because I might as well own it. If I'm going to say it and I butchered that, if Doug heard it, chances are plenty of people heard it and they're like, what is Ken talking about? So I might as well just own it, right? Here's where I screwed up. Lynchburg, Virginia is where Liberty is. Lynchburg, Tennessee, Jack Daniels Distillery. (laughs) So I, I, 
I had whiskey on my mind. Oh, it explained. Honest mistake. Honest mistake. Easy to do. So Lynchburg, Tennessee, Jack Daniels, Lynchburg, Virginia, Liberty. What's funny about that mistake is that if you know anything about Liberty, they're a little bit, well, Godish. Yeah. They're a little bit uh, pray-y. They're a little bit uh, vilify alcohol, prohibition, not allowed to dance, all those things. So making a mistake based around whiskey when it comes to the location of Liberty is kind of funny, if I may say so myself. Just wanted to let you know, Jesus loves you too, buddy. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka, Levicka Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3.